0: I am the Lord of المولى Lord of أعوذ بالله من الشيطان Lord of the 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 Lord if a person is asked whether he wants to lead a productive life or whether he wants to lead an unproductive life, if he's asked whether he wants to lead a useful life or if he wants to lead a useless life, what would his answer be? If a normal person is asked, if you are asked, would you want to live, lead a useful life or would you want to lead a useless life? Now, the answer to that would be a useful life, a productive life. Now, if I asked you that, how do you know that the life you had led so far is useful or useless? It's, product, it's productive or unproductive. How would you know that? What is the standard of knowing that the life that we have led so far has been useful? Now, we might be thinking that it's useful, but we need some sort of a standard, some sort of a criteria, some sort of a measure. Without having a measure, we will not be able to know whether our life that we are living is truly a productive life or not. And this is why there must be a certain measure that Allah has given us, that Ahlul Bayt have showed us, that we can actually look at it and see whether our life has been led usefully or truly we have wasted our life. So now, here, such a question was asked of Imam Ali and he was asked the question that, advise me, a person asked him, advise me about a useful life, <laughs> of a life that is productive, about a life that is where I am benefiting and not losing, a life of a winner, not a loser. So then, in answer to that, Imam starts to expound. Now, in this saying of Imam Ali, which is in Nahjul Balagha, saying number 149 in the book that I'm reading, so you can actually go there and see this as to what is being said and to see how that is being said. So now, when we look at this and when we see this, Imam answers back by saying 34 qualities. 34 things that a person must avoid in order for his life to be useful. If he has one of these things, then it means that that life is being wasted. If a person avoids these 34 things, then this life that he is living would be a useful life. Now, when we look at these things that Imam is speaking about, he's not talking about individual actions or a particular deed. He's not talking about this haram or uh, this sort of wrong. Imam is talking about 34 principles, rules by which that we need to adopt in our life. 34 things to look at in our life, 34 things to pay attention to in our life in order that our life becomes useful. So let me just mention one of them as a lesson for us. And hopefully we will mention it, we will mention the others next time as we go along with it. So let me start up this this week and see how that goes. Here, Imam says, okay, you want to lead a useful life, then here's what you, you should not be. He says, First thing. Do not be like him who Wishes for Akhirat without effort. The first principle he gives. Do not be someone who desires Akhirat. Meaning Akhirat in the sense here, obviously, uh, consequence. Meaning a reward. A good conclusion. The goal. The prize. Do not desire, do not be a person who desires a goal, desires a prize, desires recompensation, desires reward without action or effort. This is talking about not about dunya and akhirat or akhirat and amal and what we are thinking is that we need to pray and fast. All of that comes under it. But the principle is much bigger than that. The principle is much bigger than just that. That is one Juz'i thing. But Imam is mentioning a principle here that a person whose attitude and whose thinking and whose idea is that he wants something for nothing. He wants a reward for no work. He wants a paycheck without a job. This is the thinking of a person who feels entitled a person who feels entitled that he should have reward but the effort that's necessary and the uh, work that is required he doesn't want to put that work he want to do it he wants something for free yeah. he wants uh you know i mean any money he gets he wants it for free He feels that he's entitled to it. He feels that he deserves it. And this is in life. And now when you get to uh, reality, this person feels entitled before Allah, that Allah, hey, you know, I, I deserve this. I'm entitled to reward. And he now wants it, but the effort that's required to put in it He's not willing to do it. He doesn't do it. You see, he talks big. I mean, he wants big, but he does little for it. The attitude of a wrong attitude to have in life, an attitude or an idea that leads us to lead a useless life is a life that where we feel entitled, where we feel that we deserve something. Any time that you feel like that, any time that you feel that I'm entitled to something, then it means that you feel that you have done enough. You feel that you have done enough, and that I am now deserving of something. I deserve this. Right? And when you don't get it, you feel upset. Then you go out and, you know, rebel, protest. Complain. Why are you complaining for? Because I deserve more than this. I deserve more than this. I'm entitled to more than this. On what basis are you saying it? Meaning, for example, let's say that you give a test. The teacher took a test. And then you gave the test and you got a C. And you were thinking that the way I did it, it should have been an A. Now you come and complain to the teacher, I should have gotten an A. You gave me a C. Now, obviously, the question to be asked that is begging to be asked is that listen, on what basis did you think in your mind that you should have gotten an A? Who made the standard or who on what measurement, on what measure did you assume that you should have gotten an A? You see, the measurement of whatever you get should be with the teacher. He's the one taking the class, he's the one giving the test, and he has the measure for it. And if you don't believe he's rightfully, or he doesn't know what he's doing, then you shouldn't be in his class. You shouldn't be in his class for. So now what happens is that when a person looks at this and makes up his own mind about what he should get, it means that he's undermining the authority and the credibility of the teacher. This is what happens when you think that you should go to Jannah. And Allah feels otherwise. And you're telling Allah that listen. You know. There's been a misjudgment here. This is what happens. And so what happened is that. The effort. For any reward there must be effort made. That is important. Now. The greater the reward, the more should be the effort, the more should be the work. If I hire you for $5 an hour, the work, obviously, that you do is going to be uh, less responsibility. Meaning, who gets a $5 an hour job? Someone, for example, who's doing something simple, like washing dishes. Either that or he's illegal. One way or the other, there's a reason why he's getting less. So now what happened is that if you actually are paid more, then there's more required of you. If you are, if you become a CEO of a company, there's more required of you. Now there's more responsibility on you. And you're, you know, you have to do a lot more work. You just can't do the 8 to 5 job and go away. Now 24 hours is like dedicated to the company. Why? Because the job is greater, the reward is greater, the paycheck is greater. And hence, if a person wants more, then more is required. Just like if he wants something, work is required. If he wants more of that something, then more work is required. So now we need to decide right now, what is it that we want? What is it that we want, and then everything depends on that. If we want Jannat, then there's an amount of effort. The effort is not in payment of Jannat. No, not at all. That's not the case. Heaven and paradise, is only by the grace of Allah. Only by the grace of Allah that you get it. And it's more than what you deserve. But the fact is that there is that obedience that we owe to our Creator. And that obedience is due to Him. If you want something here in this life that is good, then we need to make effort for it. If you want more of it, or a better thing, or the best thing, then imagine how much work is required. How much work is required? I want you to just pay attention to this reality, this principle, this this criteria that Imam is giving here for leading a useful life. So now, what is it that you want? Answer that question. What is it that you want? First of all, we don't even know what he wants, or we have this vague answer. I want to be happy. Okay, that's a very vague answer. Can you be more, a little more specific about what you want? Be a little more specific about what you want. What is it that you want the most in this world? Can anyone just say something? What is it that we want? What is it that, you know, in your heart that you want the most? For example, do you want to be a millionaire? Like most of you are like thousanders right now. <laughs> and you know how much effort that you're putting into to being a thousander. You know, you know how much effort that you're putting into, you know that, how much effort, you know, probably, I don't know, eight to five. Now you want to be a millionaire, let's say, you know, it's going to require a little bit more work, right? And you see that's going to require work. Now you want something more than that. What do you want? Ask yourself. And then tell me, is there anything? And let me answer it for you so you are clear. Is there anyone, you can agree with me or don't agree with me, I will answer something, I will say something and probably agree with it or not agree If you don't agree with it, then think, why don't you agree with it? Right? If you agree with it, Alhamdulillah. Can I say something? Alhamdulillah, you're a Mu'min, you're a Shia. If I ask a Mu'min and a Shia what he wants the most, would he say anything other than Imam Would he say anything else, that in this world, I want my Imam? Anything else, would he say it? If you agree with me, Alhamdulillah. If you don't agree, then you need to question yourself. So if that is what you want, that's something really big. That's more precious than anything in this world. That's more valuable than anything and all the things put together. So if you want something that precious and that valuable, imagine how much work and sacrifice you need to put forth. How much work do you need to put for it? Imagine that. So how is it possible that we want something that big and our lives are showing that we really are not working for it? We really are not sacrificing for it. My friends, if the goal is that big, then the idea that Imam is giving in this, the first thing that he says in, his, in the saying of his, this is in the same section, not the khutbah, the same section of Imam, is that anything that you want is effort required. The greater the thing, the greater the effort. That's why our effort, our life should be showing the effort that we put into it. That If this is what I want in my life, then I am now Struggling day and night for this. And inshallah, may Allah help us to uh, put in the struggle that is required to gain this wish that we have from Him to hasten the reappearance of our Imam.